Sunday, November 19th, 2017. I've had it up to here with this town, I swear. Am I the only one who sees what needs to be done here? Mayor McCoy has got to get the south side of her municipality in line. It took her own daughter getting involved with drugs to actually take some action. Even then, one school raid isn't gonna cut it. Especially seeing as I highly doubt the Black Hood is in high school. I can only hope she's planning something bigger and sooner, or she will not be getting my vote in the next election, let me tell you. Now that she knows what it's like to have to make tough decisions for a strong-headed daughter, Maybe she'll be able to do the same for the town. If worst comes to worst, there must be something in her home I can find to get some leverage. For being mayor in a place where there's a killer on the loose, her security measures are pretty shoddy. No bars on any of the windows? Rookie mistake! Almost as bad as breaking into the sheriff's house, making a conspicuous mess of things, and then going over the useless newspaper clippings you stole when you work for the goddamn newspaper! Ridiculous! Even Elizabeth is better at snooping than that, and she's only a sophomore! Not that I approve. I can disapprove on principle while still quietly taking pride that she certainly didn't get her journalistic instincts from her father. She sure inherited more than enough of his Weasley tendencies, it would seem. All the people who could have revealed the private matters of my past, I did not expect to be betrayed by my own daughter. She's a capable girl, but nothing in her diary or on her computer or on the text blogs I salvaged from her phone indicated she was capable of such ruthless dealings. It must be the Jones's influence. I don't see where else that dark side could have come from. Somehow that boyfriend of hers, whose body weight is mostly bones, made it through all four trials and became a full-fledged serpent. He must have cheated. A, a mild breeze could knock him over, let alone a snake bite or a bunch of kicks to the stomach. No, he either cheated or they went easy on him for nepotism's sake. As if FP would stand for that. He's a deadbeat, a drunk, a criminal, a low-down, no-good, literal snake-in-the-grass, son-of-a-bitch bastard. But he has integrity. At least when the serpents are involved. Things were total chaos with him as the leader. But now, there's a power vacuum the size of Thornhill in his absence, and everything's gone to hell in a handbasket. Not that he shouldn't be locked up. Oh, he should. I'm glad he is. It's just so typical of him to up and leave when people really need him. Somehow, he keeps ending up in charge, and he makes it look like it's where he's supposed to be, but that's all just posturing. Leadership, holding a group together, is hard. But he would never tell you he's hard. It's hard. He struts around and makes that power look good. Really, really good. But, but what's behind the bad boy image? He wants you to think he's cool and sexy, especially when he's in charge, but you can't let him fool you just because he is. 
When he's not turning on the charm, making seductive threats, or giving you a totally transparent smirk as he straddles his bike and revs the engine and is so obviously trying to make you forget your own husband's name and instead think, I would sell my goddamn soul to be that motorcycle. What's left, you know? All I'm saying is that pretty much every problem in Riverdale can be traced back to him. I know mine can. So he's purposefully attractive to make you forget. Speaking of forgetting, I don't remember why I started writing. Even from behind bars, he'll drive you to distraction. Classic FP. Alice Cooper. Name. 